0: Hello, Angela here. Welcome to episode three of the Every Mother Knows podcast. In this episode, we talk about the experience of relaunching a career and returning to work after a parental break of several years. Our guest speaker for today is Radhika Gupta. Radhika works as a business improvement consultant at Kantar, Netherlands. She's originally from India. After her studies back in India, she started a career in the banking industry and executed roles across sales, operations, customer experience. Her first international relocation was to Switzerland when she took a parental break for her two young sons. A second international relocation, after five years, brought her to the Netherlands. This is where she relaunched her career and has made a successful transition back to the corporate world. In this episode, Radhika shares some of the challenges she has encountered along the way, how she overcame them, and some tips for moms who are currently going through that transition. So let's learn about her story here. Hello. Hi, Radhika. Hi. Thank you, thank you for joining us today. I'm very no, glad.
1: really happy to here. talk to you. Yeah, it's been a long way.
0: <laughs> Great. I'm very happy that you're here to share with our community some of your experiences as a mother who relaunched her career after an extended parental break. Uh, so we have a success story here to to inspire, hopefully and to also empower other other moms who are now in that process of relaunching their careers. Uh, I would like to jump straight into some of the questions that I have sure. for you today. Sure, sure. Uh, so really, uh, I'm quite curious actually to learn a bit more about what was your experience before relaunching your career. So when you were a so-called stay-at-home mom, what do you remember about that period of your life? Uh, what are the memories that you still have about that very special and important period of your life?
1: Uh, mixed bag of memories, I must say. Uh, definitely a lot of good memories because my children were quite young at the time. And uh, so to be able to be there for them, to be able to do the whole making cupcakes for birthdays in the class or to be able to join them on field trips, to be able to volunteer with the class and be far more involved in their lives when they were growing up. And uh, it was definitely a very, very uh, special uh, experience for me, very enriching as well. I got to see things my children were doing, as opposed to being told at a later date, you know, this is what your child did. So it was, uh, yes, very, very enriching from a motherhood perspective, from that level. But there was also that time when I used to feel that I am just, you know, busy with the children and the housework and what about something which is just me. And I I used to feel that loss, if you may call it that. What is it that I'm doing, which is only for myself? So uh, I did definitely, uh, it was... It was good for the first few months where I was enjoying taking a break from working and being with my children, handling the home. And uh, after a while, it was like, okay, now I want something to do. Yeah. So yeah, it was.
0: Um, yes. And when, too- and maybe also, how did you start feeling that need of reactivating yourself professionally? How that, ha- how that happened? When did you start feeling that need of relaunching your career?
1: Well, the need, was felt pretty early on, but unfortunately, there was not much that I could have done about it at that point, because at that point, we were uh, basically we had relocated to Switzerland where or for my husband's job. And my visa, the visa rules were such that I could not work. So even if I wanted to get back, I was not able to. So what I could really do is that, you know, try to keep myself busy as much as possible. I involved myself in my children's school, did volunteer activities, became the treasurer for their society, keep myself engaged with people and work as much as possible in a volunteer role and join some German level classes, language classes to just help myself, so to speak.
0: Yes, to keep yourself active, Of course, professionally and also to keep your social life active, I believe, which is also very important, especially when living uh, far away from home.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So both things were necessary for that interaction with people outside the home, as well as knowing a little bit about what's happening in the corporate world and generally life. So, yes.
0: Yes. And what were your concerns and biggest challenges at the time? Will I be relevant when I'm ready to go back to
1: work? whether my skills will still be relevant or how do I make sure that my skills are still up to date when I'm ready to go back. And uh, yeah, I think it was just that once you take a break, you feel like you've fallen far behind from where you were. So coming back uh, has its challenges. So those were some of the things that I was very worried about.
0: So like a lack of confidence, adapting about your skills uh, was Uh, one of the challenges.
1: One of them, definitely, yes. Mm -hmm.
0: And also the need of uh, upskilling yourself, brushing up some new skills in line with the job market. Yeah, yeah. And
1: that is where the challenge lies, because with the way the job market is moving so fast in so many directions, it's a question of if I want to upskill, which direction should I pick up? What should I choose to upskill myself in, you know, and there are so many options, it's It's mind boggling to be honest. (laughs) So, it's also a concern that, okay, if I have to, what path should I really choose?
0: And how did you overcome those challenges, Radhika? Uh,
1: I would say to a very large level, yes, but there is no end to learning.
0: So, what helped you? What helped (laughs) you in that process?
1: When we moved to the Netherlands, And that was when it was very, very clear to me that yes, now I can definitely get back to work because this is a great country which allows foreigners to work freely if they have the right skill set and all. So thankfully, I did. And uh, since my children were also a little older, and I could definitely go back to work quite well, so I think the first thing I needed was some amount of help to get me job ready, so to speak. So if that meant helping me to write my cv all over again as the most basic of things yes if that helped if that help was about uh building confidence in the skills that I have that was a very very important thing for me because after a break I was not confident enough in my own skills so for me it was that that just to be able to say and apply for jobs thinking that, no, you know, my skill set does match these jobs and I should take the chance and, yeah, to overcome my own fear, so to speak.
0: Yes, yes. Sometimes, of course, working on your mindset and uh, really working on those doubts that you have and having a plan, a clarity in terms of direction can be very useful. And, very necessary. Uh, absolutely. And what helped you? Uh, then really land your next job after a career break? Because looking for a job is quite a marathon. Uh, Obviously, it doesn't happen overnight. Uh, It it takes probably a lot of uh, strategies and actions. Um, What was the thing that helped you most really in the action of landing your first job after a career break?
1: Uh, Well, I found this lovely little organization called Every Mother Knows which really helped me to bring things into focus back for me so which really helped me to one engage with other women in my position help me understand i'm not the only one help me understand that the skills that i have are not a complete waste after a 5 year break the skills that i have are something that i can showcase and fit them to you know what kind of jobs are currently in the market so yeah, I, I, I would really say if, if you ask me what helped me, I would say that every mother knows was what was very, very essential for me. I got in touch with recruiters. I joined a Dutch language course to help me build more confidence in myself and just being here in the market that, okay, at least let me learn some Dutch if I have to work in the Netherlands. And I'm not that I'm fluent, but uh, it helped. And then of course I started applying for jobs on LinkedIn, in in a part of my experience, which I thought has very, very transferable skills. So that's when I decided that, okay, I have to choose a path on business improvement, let's say, and then apply for jobs in the field of business improvement. So getting that focus was what was very necessary. The rest was the pure application, rejection, finally interview, and then, you know, that's how it. I did get the job.
0: Yes, and sometimes it's really about getting unstuck and having a plan and a strategy yes. and direction. Of course, I'm very glad to, to hear that uh, uh, we could help and uh, our organization made uh, an impact also for your life and career. Um, massive thanks to you for that, Angela.
1: <laughs> I, uh, let's just say that before um, I got in touch with you, I was... I was struggling in my own, you know, lack of confidence and insecurity that comes along with that. But you helped me put things into perspective, and that gave me that necessary boost. That okay, fine, go out there and do it.
0: (laughs) Wow. Okay, (laughs) I'm blushing now. So thank Uh, you. No, no, please. The next question. (laughs) Okay. Looking back at your own journey, of course, uh, as you mentioned, it wasn't easy, especially at the beginning. What are three tips that you would like to share with those moms who are currently in the process of relaunching their careers after a parental break?
1: One is have confidence in yourself. All is not lost. Definitely, that is one. Have confidence in yourself. Have confidence in your skills. It's easier said than done. But um, no one can take away your experience from you. So that I think is one. Two, I would say as much as possible keep in touch with or build the industry contacts that you had, and try to encourage them. Try to develop them. In my case, of course, it was a brand new country, so it was very different. But for people who are within the same country, maintain those business relationships. They would they know you. They have known your work, and they may be able to. Actually, refer you to jobs which will be very suitable for your skill set. So, in that sense, yes, I would say one is the keep in touch. And the third is um, if there is some way you can spend some time on upscaling yourself. I know when you're on a parental break with young children in the house, upscaling is the last thing on your mind. It is not easy at all. But if there is something that you can do, I mean, I feel as if the only thing I did was learn a language, but still that helped me a lot. That gave me a lot of confidence. So anything that you can say that, yes, you have been able to spend some time acquiring new skills. So, yeah, I think
0: these were the three Thank you. say. Yeah. Thank you for sharing those. Very, very useful. Yeah. Um, how does it feel to be a working mom today? What do you enjoy most about that? Uh, and also, what do you find still a bit challenging?
1: Uh, what I enjoy the most about being, uh, when I'm working, I'm not a mom. So I think that's, I mean, I am a mom always. That's always there. But when I'm working, I feel that is about, it's it's about me as a person me as my skills and my contribution to a different part of my life, which is outside of my home. So
0: you have some boundaries there. You have put some boundaries between those two different spheres. And
1: I think uh, the whole being back in an office organization where you have a different set of people with whom you have a different set of relationships, corporate relationships, and it's a different energy. So that was something that... I really enjoyed and if you ask me what was challenging I think it was COVID which <laughs> changed the whole world around and then if suddenly everyone was working from home and suddenly the the distinction between home and work sort of went away so that made things a little bit challenging for a while but now we are all used to it
0: yeah so. yeah it was quite uh, messy of course uh, uh, very, at the time nice. when we had to share our kitchen table, uh, the kids, of course, are doing their yes. homeschooling there and our Absolutely. laptops there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, was that, was,
1: that was a very messy period, you're right. But now, thank you. Yes.
0: Okay. Yes. and now what is your work-life balance today? How many days do you work in the office? How many days do you work from home? Uh,
1: normally, I go in twice a week and three days I work from home maybe three days I go into the office that's flexible so I think that is the new buzzword the new mantra where it's all about flexibility which is much more I think today that flexibility is more of a right than a privilege thanks to COVID that has how work life has transformed now I think it's a case where companies are sort of asking people to come back please come back if you're comfortable please come back if you're comfortable otherwise it was the other way around we would feel guilty about asking to work from home at times because of requirements. So that's how there's been a massive sea change, which has been, I think, which has been very, very positive because uh, if specifically, when you speak about it from the perspective of working mothers, I think because of COVID with a lot of men working from home, finally, I think now they have realized that it's not always easy being a stay at home mom. They have realized when they're trying to work and the kids are around it's it has helped a lot in that overall working relationships and home relationships that it's uh, when if if a mother is saying she needs some time to work from home it's not something wrong anyone can need it so to have that flexibility and to have that vision that working from home is not is not to be seen as a weakness essentially so That is what the whole world, I think, has changed because of COVID.
0: Absolutely. I think many partners, especially male partners that uh, uh, used to be working uh, in an office uh, for the whole week, uh, once they were really forced to work from home during the COVID times, they really saw how much labor Uh, Also, their their partners uh, did while they were at home, and it's really more than a full-time job, of course. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, It's unpaid, uh, but that doesn't mean that it's not valuable, and that uh, actually is not important. Actually, it is very essential and I think that's a very important topic because especially when you are in the process of relaunching your career and you don't have a, an actual job to go to, to perform, and then you need time also for yourself to invest into yourself, to train mm-hmm. yourself. Uh, then it's very important to also, uh, if possible, of course, uh, uh, having a partner who understands uh, that challenge and that gives you the right space to to focus on yourself. uh, Because, of course, then the job opportunities, the income uh, growth will also happen. uh, Mm. But first, we need that That uh, investment. investment.
1: Absolutely. That is the right word, investment.
0: Yeah, and it is not just an investment of uh, maybe money in terms of financial investment when you go like to upskill yourself. It is also an investment in terms of energy and really yes. time, as we yes, as we have yes. seen. Uh, so also making sure that uh, as a staying at home mom, uh, who is busy with a lot of tasks and uh, uh, duties, you still have energy left to to focus on your career goals. Uh, Mental control. energy, exactly, absolutely. That's so important. Yeah, yeah. This job of being the manager of the household, of course, is very rewarding, but uh, it also takes a lot of energy and cognitive yeah. labor out of us. So, so it's very important right. to to acknowledge that. Yeah. Great. And uh, Radika, I have actually uh, one last question for you because you have now successfully restarted your career for a couple of years already. And uh, you have, uh, of course, proved your skills, expertise, you performed very well in your current uh, position, you are performing uh, very well every, every day, of course. Yes, um, thank you. I am. Um, I feel good to say that, yes. <laughs> so let's acknowledge that and recognize that, of course, from your, uh, from your current uh, position. What is your next career goal?
1: Continue to grow, I guess. I've been working now for a little over two years with the same organization. And uh, yes, I have heard positive feedback about my contribution and my work. And now it's really about taking it to the next level and to grow as much as possible, to grow my skills, both within the organization and to see how else I can contribute and essentially continue to grow. So my own say confidence, I would say my sense of comfort, I think, with working is now back where it used to be and I'm very happy to then take it forward to the next level you know move to higher roles or higher level yeah growth essentially
0: beautiful so we wish you all the best of course for for your next step for uh, the next projects, assignments everything that you will uh, encounter on your path and we wish you uh, a lot of success and uh, enjoyment on your growth journey
1: Thank you so much. I look forward to it myself. It has been a good journey so far. I hope it stays that way. Amazing. Yeah, do it.
0: Nice one. Thank you, Radhika, for joining us. Thank you Thank very you much. So much.
1: Thank you very much. Very nice talking to you.
0: Thank you. Bye. You have been listening to Angela Fusaro of Every Mother Knows. If you found this episode interesting, please share it with a friend and don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss a future episode. Every share, like or review helps us on the algorithm, so we really appreciate your support. Thank you again and talk to you soon.